Hello? Hello? Is there anyone out there? Can you hear me? My name is Brickman. I don't know what Gmod may have told you. He has a funny way with words, but you can't trust him. There are parts of my memory, parts of my history, that have remained a mystery to me. But what I do remember is that you can't trust Gmod, no matter how sweet he may present the facts. You can't trust Gmod, no matter what he says. Gmod lies. Hello and welcome to the Mike's F-Top Journey podcast. This is Gmod speaking. Let's join our band of miscreants on one of their earlier adventures. So we find ourselves in 2011, in the middle of the recording sessions of the band's fifth album, Dead Falcon Rising. In the Mike's Heft Up Journey offices, we find our hero, Brick, faced with a rude awakening. I have to get a job? That's right. After spending the last of the band's royalty checks on stocking up the vending machine with bagel chips and cheese it it turns out that Brick and the other three members of Mike's F-Dub Journey were officially broke. What to do? What to do? Act 1. The Resume Brick was confused and alone. Well, more so than usual. So he consulted his bandmates and got some advice. The band's drummer, Shadow, after taking a healthy sip of his can of strawberry banana soda, got up from his stool and with a big, booming voice, announced that he would help Brick make money. Shadow's Guide to Writing a Perfect Resume Step 1. Find a font that works for you. If you're gonna collect bananas for a living, or something even better, you're gonna need a resume. But the first step is to pick a font that represents you as a gorilla, er, man, in order to show the employer who the alpha male really is. You're gonna wanna pick something legible, yet full of manly spirit and boldness. So basically, no webdings. Ever. Step two. Evaluate your skills and experience. Once you've chosen a sweet-ass font, you'll need to think about how you're gonna convince the banana vendor that you're the top ape for the job. You shouldn't just list the details of the jobs you've done before, Instead, you should focus on the accomplishments and lessons you learned at each job. Did your recipe for banana sake boost profits by 300% for the brewery you used to co-manage? Write that down! You do have to distinguish between useful skills and just plain awful skills. If you're applying to an office job, I doubt that being able to stand on your head for over five minutes will be a selling point for you as an employee. Be bold and exciting but don't come across as crazy. Be the alpha male. Step three. Lie at your own peril. Lying is bad. No one likes a liar. Sure, it's useful if you're a lawyer. 
or if you work on Wall Street and sell banana bonds to foolish rich folks, but it will ruin your karma. It's also something very risky to do on your resume. You should never put anything down that you can't prove or at least speak of intelligently. If you say you speak Spanish fluently, but you can't even say hola to save your life, you're screwed, buddy. You might get away with fudging some details to make you sound better than the other guys and gals trying to get the job, but as soon as they find out that you have no idea how to manage an office because you never did take that management seminar at Gorilla University, you are out of there like a stale banana peel. Step 4. Read it. Reread it. Have everyone you know read it. Read it again, damn it. Your resume is the first impression you make on your potential employer. The last thing you want is for there to be a typo. If you can't even spell bananas right, how can you manage a whole factory that makes pudding out of them? Make sure you put your best paw forward. Show them that you're the alpha male that they are looking for. Ladies can be the alpha male as well. Let's not get into this whole gender debate right now, though. I'm just a drummer turned author. Men and women can both be kick-ass candidates and do a great job in the workplace. Well, that's about it for the resume. Go forth, Brick, and kick some ass. Shadow style. Were there enough banana jokes for you? You airheads. Oh boy. Looks like Shadow's been drinking the fermented banana wine again. on their resumes for the last few days, the members of Mike's Up journey gathered in the boardroom, which was really nothing more than a Manhattan studio apartment-sized room, with a dry erase board on the wall, and a table with faux wood surface and recycled aluminum base. Brick, Tiger Man, and Slate were seated at the aforementioned environmentally friendly table, as Shadow stood at the dry erase board commanding as much respect from the other three like a substitute teacher would on the last day of school before summer vacation. Shadow cleared his throat as he pointed to what he had written on the board. Act 2. Choosing the right job. Well, class, you've all had plenty of time to work on your resumes. Slate raised his fingerless gloved hand in the air. Yes, Slate. Shadow asked. Uh, since when were we in the class? I thought we were a rock band. Since you wasted the last of our savings on stocking up the snack machine with junk food rich in sodium and cholesterol, thus making us unable to afford next month's lease payment. Oh, huh? We need to get jobs, moron. Gotcha. Carry on, wayward ape. Shadow smacked his face with comical disappointment. He had not published so many quasi-successful self-help books and poetry anthologies just to end up lecturing these three screw-ups. As I was saying, you had the assignment to write up your resumes. I'd like to have a look at them. He walked around the table, 
starting with Tigerman on the left-hand side. Let's see what you've done, TM. He picked up the paper and skimmed it. Very nice. I love the formatting and how you highlight all the important information. It's concise and powerful. A. You get a gold star. Tigerman happily clapped his paws as Shadow put the shiny sticker on his resume. Shadow moved to his right, over to where Brick was nervously wringing his hands. Shadow noticed his nervous look and all the sweat on his forehead. Brick, let's see what you wrote. He looked inside Brick's folder and took out a piece of loose leaf with an outline scrawled on it in chicken scratch. I mean, falcon scratch. What is this? Chapter 8. And the vampire werewolf from Mars opens his mighty jaw and shows the crowd its fangs just as they began throwing their knives and pitchforks at his awesomeness. What is this tripe? My brick began, but hesitated, recoiling like a flustered child being confronted by their parents. Your what? Uh, my novel. I was working on chapter 8 of my novel instead of writing my resume. Seriously? You're still working on that crappy, third-rate piece of garbage core fiction? Hey, my novel is very important to me. Trust me, Brick. The only way someone like you will get something published is if you ghostwrite Taylor Swift's autobiography. Never! He shouted as he shook the table with his fist. Oops, sorry. Well, your resume gets an incomplete. Your novel gets a D+. He took a frowny face sticker and placed it on Brick's handwritten novel outline, leaving him to weep in his own shame. Shadow walked over to Slate, who was busy looking at a girly mag, for the articles, obviously. Well, what do you have for us today? Without looking away from his magazine, Slate simply replied, It's on the desk. Shadow, hoping for a pleasant surprise after Brick's terrible abuse of the English language, picked up the neatly typed document. Hmm, 20 easy ways to please a woman. Goodness, what kind of rubbish is this? Huh? Weren't we supposed to write a Maxim article? No, resumes. I told you guys to write resumes. Oops, sorry. You get an F. What? But I worked hard on that article. I seriously doubt that the number one way to please a woman is to, as you so eloquently say, stick it in her ear like a Q-tip. Hey, what two consenting adults do in the privacy of their bedroom is their business. When was the last time you even had a woman? Slate. Well, uh, there was that chick back in Omaha. Or was it that dame in Little Rock? Or, uh, how about that broad from Frisco? You're just making people up now, aren't you? Slate dropped his magazine, crossed his arms, and started whining. You know, you take the fun out of everything. Trust me, Slate. Ladies don't like that whole tattooed ZZ Top on acid look that you have going. Shut up, Tiger Man, Slate yelled. Let's just finish this info session already. Shadow returned to the dry erase board at the head of the classroom. I mean, boardroom. To be honest, I'm disappointed in most of you. I gave you a simple task, and two out of the three of you didn't even try to do it. Let's just get to the steps for finding the right job for you. 
Step one, what is your area of expertise? When looking for a job, it's important to find something that you're both qualified for and interested in. What did you study in college? If you didn't go to college, what are the skills you may have picked up in your life? Are you good at manual labor, typing, making phone calls to total strangers asking for money? Knowing what you like and what you are good at doing can help you find a job that's suited for you. Step 2. Be realistic. Not everyone can be an astronaut, rock star, or play the lead in the next remake of Spider-Man. Sure, when you're young, it's nice to try to reach for the stars, but eventually, you'll realize that some things are just beyond your reach. My advice? Find something in the related industry. Try being a stagehand or a casting director's assistant. You might be able to claw your way into your dream job yet. But don't be too disappointed if you don't. You're still a star in Shadow's eyes. Except you, Slate. Screw you. Step 3. Research. 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 Before you apply, make sure you know who it is you'll be working for. Check their website. Check out their Wikipedia page. Check out news stories about this large, faceless, soulless corporation that you want to sell your soul to for the next 30, 40 years of your life. Uh, if only we could get that kind of job security in this economic climate. You want to make sure you're not working for the next Umbrella Corporation. Unless, of course, you're evil. Resident evil. Step 4. Contact the company. It's a ballsy move for sure, but you should get to know the place you might be working in ahead of time. Try to get a lay of the land. See who the alpha dogs, cats, or apes are. See what you can find out by making some contacts on the inside. Give yourself the winning edge. Step 5. Apply, dammit. You've got a resume. Send it along with a cover letter and whatever other bull they want from you. You can't get a job if you don't try. Unless you're an heir to some large family business. Well, then you pretty much have it made in the shade with pink lemonade. Well, that's it for today. <sighs> Thanks for listening to the Mike's End Up Journey podcast. See you next time. Bye-bye. Copyright 2017, Mike's Effed Up Journey.